Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Trust in You.
a story of wisdom and courage, is related among the people who live along Norway's rugged coastline about two small children, the son and daughter of a lighthouse keeper. One day their parents had gone ashore in a small boat to bring back supplies, leaving their 12-year-old son and 10-year-old daughter by themselves. Something happened to detain the parents, and deep dusk had fallen to blot out their view of the lighthouse as they rowed back toward it. We've got to get the light burning, or father and mother will never get back. They could get lost out at sea in this darkness, Carl said to his sister. So the two of them went up into the tower. But in spite of all their efforts, they were unable to get the big lamp going. Knowing they must get some kind of light into the tower, they brought a hand lamp and tried to place it in the window facing the shore where it would show above the huge swells that were rolling in from the sea. But neither of them was tall enough to reach the high window, though they stood on the only chair in the tower. Finally, Carl got in his hands and knees on the chair and instructed Molly to climb on his back and see if by standing there she could get the lamp in place. Sure enough, she could get the lamp to the window, but there was no ledge upon which to place it. It must be held there in her small hands. Am I hurting you much? she asked her brother. Not much. Keep the lamp in the window, he told her. So she maintained her position, changing hands occasionally to rest her aching arms, even though she knew Carl was suffering beneath her. Time passed, and at last they heard a welcome hail from their father and knew he had found his way home through the darkness guided by their lamp. It is God's plan that each of us should faithfully keep the light of his love shining until he takes us out of this world. At times it may cause suffering and pain. Some have even given their lives in terrible agony, but remain true. The light of salvation is now in our hands. Are you faithfully lighting up your corner? Listen now as the Harris and McClellan family sing this beautiful song, My Lighthouse.
You are listed during the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for a morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m. and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altunabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Lori Harris and Eric White play for us this beautiful song entitled, Praise the Savior, Ye Who Know Him. Ballard, who reached stardom as one of the original members of the Supreme Singing Trio, the last few years of her life living on welfare and died February 22, 1976, at a Detroit hospital. A spokesman for the hospital said the 32-year-old former songstress was admitted the day before and died from cardiac arrest. Miss Ballard, along with Diana Ross and Mary Wilson, rose from the poverty of public housing projects in Detroit to the top of the record charts as the Supremes. 
She cut eight gold records in less than two years and at one time drove a plum-colored Cadillac Eldorado and a golden Fleetwood. However, she was replaced at a performance in 1967 by Cindy Birdsong and never sang with the group again. After that, she separated from her husband and returned to Detroit to live in a two-family flat with her three daughters, mother, and sister. This is often the way it is with fame. It is fleeting and disappointing. When Captain John Smith and his crew of adventurers landed in Virginia, they found the land so fruitful that it was said if it were tickled with a hoe, it would laugh with a harvest. But unfortunately, as they pushed into the interior, they found some glittering particles among the sand which made them forget all thoughts of the agriculture. They got gold fever. One of their ships was dispatched to England to announce that they had discovered gold. Captain Newport sailed soon after this with a cargo of the shining dust and was received in England with a blare of trumpets and waving flags. But it was short-lived. It was short-lived joy. The supposed gold when they essayed was found to be nothing more than iron pyrite of fool's gold. The colonists had nothing to show for their labors and no crops planned to see them through the coming winter. So the colony ended in disaster. If we set our goals towards fame and riches, even if we attain them, they only last for a short time because life is short. Money is no good to anyone after death and fame is fleeting. How much better for the believer to set his affections on things above. Listen now as John and Penny Harris sing this beautiful song entitled, A Servant's Heart.
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the life of the Lord Jesus Christ, the gospel of the kingdom. Matthew chapter 4, verse 23. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Now after that John was put in prison, this is Mark 1.14, Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom. The word gospel simply means good news. 1 Thessalonians 3.6 But now when Timotheus came from you unto us, and brought us the good tidings of your faith and charity, and that you have a good remembrance of us always, desiring greatly to see us, as we also to see you. The word good tidings is from the Greek verb for gospel. When Timothy came to Corinth from Thessalonica, he brought the Apostle Paul good tidings, literally a gospel concerning the Thessalonian believers, the saints from that city. Clearly, it was not a saving gospel as Paul was already saved. It was good news concerning the Thessalonian believers and their enduring their persecutions and trials, how they remained faithful and faith in their love, and that this was absolutely good news to the Apostle Paul. The word gospel, the noun and verb, appears a total of 132 times in the New Testament. 23 times out of the 132, the word appears in Matthew, Mark, and John. The noun or the verb of the word gospel does not at all appear in the book of John. We sometimes call the book of John and refer to it as the gospel of John. However, the word gospel does not appear at all in the book of John. The specific expression, the gospel of the kingdom, only appears three times in Matthew. Matthew 4.23, 9.35, 24.14, and then once in Mark, Mark 1.14. Matthew 4.23, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preached the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. Matthew 9.35, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. The Lord Jesus Christ himself, God manifested in human flesh. He preached the gospel of the kingdom. An aspect of the gospel of the kingdom was that he healed all manner of disease and sickness. Why is this happening, the dispensation of grace? Isn't the gospel being preached today? Isn't the gospel being preached all over the world? Why do some Christian believers die then? Or why do some Christian believers get sick with various life-threatening diseases? Because the gospel of the kingdom is not equal to the gospel of the grace of God. The gospel of the kingdom involves the promised kingdom. It is connected to the Davidic covenant of 2 Samuel. The kingdom has not been fulfilled. We are not in the promised literal kingdom. The church is not the kingdom. The kingdom of God or the kingdom of heaven awaits a future fulfillment. 
Luke chapter 1, verses 32 and verse 33. He shall be called great and shall be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Please listen carefully to these following Bible verses. I'd like to read to you Mark chapter number 9, verse number 30 to 32. And they departed thence, and they passed through Galilee, and he would not that any man should know it. For he taught his disciples and said unto them, The Son of Man is delivered into the hands of men, and they shall kill him. And after that he is killed, he shall rise the third day. Verse 32, But they understood not that saying, and they were afraid to ask him. Luke chapter 9, verses 44 and 45. Let these sayings sink down in your ears, for the Son of Man shall be delivered into the hands of men. But they understood not this saying, and it was hid from them that they perceived it not, and they feared to ask him of that saying. The Lord Jesus Christ told his disciples about his upcoming and impending death and resurrection. They did not understand these words, and they were even afraid to ask him for clarity on these words. The gospel of the kingdom is not our gospel. It is not the gospel that we are to be preaching today in the dispensation of grace. What is the gospel? What is the good news that we should be preaching? 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 and 4. For I deliver unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He rose again the third day according to the Scriptures. We're preaching the message of salvation is the very essence of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And yet as recorded in Luke 9 and back in Mark chapter number 9, when the Lord Jesus Christ told his apostles, his disciples, about his impending death and that he would rise again, they, they didn't understand it. They were even afraid to ask for the meaning of these words. We need to understand that. So the gospel of the kingdom, the gospel that Christ was, being, was preaching during the earthly ministry, is not the message, not the good news today. We need to understand that there is more than one gospel in the Bible. You have the gospel of the circumcision, the gospel of the uncircumcision, Galatians 2. You have the gospel of the kingdom, you have the gospel, to name just a few. Our gospel message today in the dispensation of God's grace is not the gospel of the kingdom, and it's not involving dealing with the healings, but rather it is the gospel of the grace of God, where a sinner can be saved because of the shed blood of Christ, his death, his burial, and resurrection. If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, this is the message you need to hear. This is God's message for you today. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved. And for us who are believers, this is the message of salvation, the message of hope, the message of light that we need to continue to be preaching, and we need to rightly divide the word of truth. We're not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. That's not our message. Our message is to be preaching the gospel, the grace of God, his death, his burial, and resurrection, and we need to continue to do that until the Lord returns for the church, the body of Christ.
have been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Yours is Jesus, is